Hello, and welcome to the Mind Fitness Mentor Podcast. I'm your host, Ursh, and my role as your mentor is to help fuel, feed, and grow your brain to enable you to live your best life. That's right, I want to help you create your life by design. As the owner of New Zealand's longest running women's gym and health and wellness coach for over 22 years, I've had the privilege of helping thousands of women transform their bodies. And what I've learned is the key to all success starts with transforming your thinking. My mission for this podcast is to enlighten and brighten your day. Welcome, welcome, welcome. And today we have got an awesome episode lined up for you, but first, let me just say high five yep. to my amazing wife. Did you know that you got over 100 views? You told me. I saw that. Thank you, guys. Over Thank 100. You. That's like triple digits. We've not had one yet that has hit over 100 in like week in one. In a week. I know. Thank you, guys, for listening and watching. It was bloody awesome. I hope you learned something amazing and that you're out there following your dreams and not letting yourself um, sort of sit back and let those dreams happen to everyone else around you. So... Yay for you. And thank you to all the people that messaged us that said, we really loved this, we really loved that. Because what that helps us do is understand what it is specifically that you love that we can give you more of. So today is all about... A bit of sipping. Well, green and growing or yes. brown and rotting. So if you haven't heard that before, that's one of Ursh's favourite sayings that you'll hear in every workshop you ever do because it is the probably the golden rule of everything. And I, I pass it over to the genius. Oh, just like that. <laughs> just like that. So our question today is, are you green and growing or are you brown and rotting? And what does that mean specifically? Well, what that means, girlfriend, is you've got to get out of your comfort zone so you can be green and growing because brown and rotting doesn't look good on you. It doesn't. It doesn't look good on anybody, to it be honest. It doesn't look good on anyone. Like, and most people are so scared of moving outside of their comfort zone that they struggle with anxiety and... Uh, I guess they struggle with fear of anxiety, fear of people judging them, fear of criticism, fear of getting it wrong, fear of the unknown. Yeah, looking stupid. So hands up if you can relate to today's episode because we're going to get into Tony Robbins today. Yeah, we're going to be sharing a bit of his amazingness. We're going to pull up Tony Robbins because he is like the man. He's like the golden guru. He's one of our mentors that we've just loved. We've done a few trainings with him. Quite a few trainings at really ugly hours of the morning, I might, might add. And let's just say that when we are yelling, I am the power, the neighbours are a little bit freaked out at 3am in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Not too sure about that, what's about. But it was no, fun. No we really loved it, right? So, what do we want to start with today? What is your comfort zone? Yeah. Shall we? So well, let's talk about the brain and how powerful it is. Like, Yeah, so basically, I'm going to read you a little extract. So this is really important. The mm. human brain is powerful. It allows us to build rocket ships, explore physics, and overcome unimaginable challenges. Yet, mm. it also craves comfort. So craves it, Sam. Craves comfort. Like we want to stay stuck. We don't know that we want to stay stuck, but we like our comforts. Like, how many of you just go home and watch the same TV program week after week after week? How many of you watch Shitflix? Oh, okay. I call it, it's not Netflix, it's called Shitflix, because unless it's green and growing and it's creating new neural pathways in your brain is it really growing your brain or is it just keeping you stuck because i've been an expert at shit flicks in the last couple of days <laughs> yeah, it's i've been an expert like i could wear the crown for being in my comfort zone when it comes to being 
I should have flicked edit, edit in the last couple of days. Yeah, we have. We've done amazingly well. Yeah, I said we're just going to keep it real. Okay, okay. Next carry on. Week. Yeah. So the brain is a creature of habit. It creates neural pathways that it refers back to oh, whenever it needs um, to make a decision. Mm-hmm. So these pathways become patterns in our thoughts and in our behaviors. And that's why it seems like we just get stuck in a rut sometimes. Or maybe you find you get stuck in the rut all the time. Or maybe you are stuck in a rut right now. Right now. And we're going to boot your bum to get you out of that rut. How does that sound? That amazing? So if you feel like your life is on a loop, you may need to leave your comfort, comfort zone. <laughs> like nobody wants to stay in their comfort zone at a conscious level. So before we take this any further... I really want to emphasize right now, this is not a judgment. Like, it doesn't matter where you are in your life right now, right? There's two things that are going to create change. You're going to make the change happen, or the universe is going to make the change happen. And we've seen that. We've seen that with COVID. Like, nobody wanted the change that happened with COVID. People lost their jobs. People were losing family members. It was a real shit. It was a real shit. And we didn't have any control over that. And if you didn't apply behavioral flexibility, mm. what happened? Like you had to you embrace were, behavior. You were forced to. I thought you were going to say the F word the other no. <laughs> You were forced oh, to. You had no answer. choice. You were forced to. So, that, so that's a way that, you know, change happens. You get forced. Yeah. Right? Or, or you, you choose. And we don't want you to be squeezed, right? Not by the big C, but we don't want you to be squeezed. We want you to take your control and your power back so that you can create the change that you want so that you can have your life by design rather than living life by default. Absolutely. That's how we want. So much better. That's how we want. Okay, next chapter. Let's move on. So, we know what our comfort zone is? Yep. The com- oh, do you want to check? Usha's story about comfort zone is my favorite. She has an island. Can you imagine sitting on an island? It's beautiful and tropical and amazing. But then there's another island just over there, which has bigger trees and more coconuts. And it's got like a waterfall and fresh water on it. And there are these amazing coral all around that island. And you can see that there's cool fish and turtles on that island. But you're stuck on this island here. And you're a little bit scared to go to that island because there might be sharks in the water. No, you don't let to tell them anymore because <sighs> next week I'm going to show them okay. with like these two little things. And this is what I do in my workshop. So next week, I'm going to give you like the graphics of us. Okay. But you were getting them. That was I like was a little piece of it. It was, wasn't it's it? Favorite. Yeah. Okay. What is your comfort zone? Comfort zone is, do you want me to tell them now? Yeah, like just it's read okay. it. It's, it's okay. a physiological state in which individuals state. feel safe. What? Yep. It's so a, do you feel safe? Do you still feel safe right now? Are you like, everything is like comfortable, like your partner's comfortable, your house is comfortable, your job is comfortable. Everything just feels... Food is comfortable. So there's no excitement, but there's no stress. Everything feels quite comfortable. Oh, I definitely think you need to read that out about that because we need to dig deep into this. So it fulfills our need for certainty. Now, if you are walking right now or you are driving, I want you to remember that. What staying in our comfort zone gives us certainty that's what it gives us we our brain loves certainty it's so, one of the most important human needs so you're not lazy you're not scared or afraid it's just your brain saying yay stay still don't move don't go out there there's a line out there just don't do it so all of the excuses or all the things the name shaming that you say to yourself all the time no more no, no more why 
Because that's not how it rolls. What does Sam just say? It's our brain's way of getting certainty. And it's, it's your brain. It's not you. It's your brain. The comfort zone is about so you know what to expect and we know how to react because we've had, we, we know. The brain loves things to be simple and easy. It's always seeking the simplest thing to keep you safe. That's what your brain is trained to do. People don't understand this. It's like if you know that your brain is going to have a flip-flap, it's just going to be like, no, I'm not allowed to change my diet. No. And we're going to go into this on our weight loss plan, aren't we? Yeah, like we've, just, we've just spent most of the weekend designing this new weight loss plan that we are bringing to the world. To the world. And it's all about emotional eating. And, you know, what most people don't understand or most people haven't heard about is that we need certainty. We need it in our food. We need it in our relationships. We need it in our choices that we're making all the time. And when we become or when things become familiar... That's giving us certainty. And guess what? Food for a lot of us, right? A food for a lot of us brings about certainty. So I think I think it's gonna be a great, a great program. It is, it's gonna be an amazing program. Okay. Moving on, Sam. I won't interrupt okay. now. So um, basically all of our immediate needs are fulfilled when we feel and we feel at peace when we're in our comfort zone. Because we are in control. We think we are anyway. We think we're in control. Now, when we leave our comfort zone, we're no longer in a familiar environment and we're no longer in a controllable situation. So everything is now, Wah! because you don't feel familiar and your brain is screaming at you to turn around and run back into that comfort zone. But we're not going to let you do that because we don't want you to be brown and rotting. No one has any fulfillment in brown and rotting. Today is all about getting having less frustration and having way more fulfillment. So that's why you've got to step out of your comfort zone because we want more fulfillment, people. We really want more fulfillment. Why? Because then you have a fun-filled life. That's right. Okay, so, so why do we want to... Let, oh, oh no, I definitely want you to mention that. Okay. So the brain hasn't created the, the those neural pathways we mentioned before that it needs to in order to know how to react. And we may feel anxiety and fear. At first. At first. At first. Yet learning to leave your comfort zone is, is absolutely essential. Why? Because otherwise life is boring and you become depressed and you just don't get any fun out there. And if, you, if you're living in your comfort zone, you're obviously, the, the benefits are you have low stress and we have reduced anxiety and general feelings of well-being because you don't feel any pressure in any direction. And also make you feel right? like you're in a holding pattern because mm. you're not moving forward, you're not moving backwards, you're just in transit. And the frustration goes up. It goes up and up and up. Like how many times have you felt frustrated when other people are succeeding? Other people are doing things that you wish you had the courage to do. Other people are making progress. Other people have things or are experiencing things that really there's that part of you that's like, damn them. Like it's almost a trigger for you. And it's really important. I don't important. know about you, but I've been in that boat before. Mm. And it's important because there are six human needs. One of them is having certainty, but the other two are uncertainty and growth. And we all want growth, right? So when other people are having fun and you're staying in transit in your com in your comfort zone, then you get become jealous and you become wishful. That it, like Ursula was saying, like you're just watching other people have the best time of their life and you're not. It's a paradox. <laughs> Too much certainty. And we won't feel fulfilled, and a need and a need for growth and new experiences becomes really important to you. Okay. 
but too much uncertainty can lead to anxiety, right, and lack of productivity. Hmm. So you got to get the balance. I know. Like, it's a balancing act, really. Yeah. It's like you can't have too much do. of one mm. or the other. They both suck if they're done badly. They're perfect if they sit side by side. Yeah. So, the ability to move out of your comfort zone in regular positive ways allows you to strike the right balance between certainty and uncertainty. uncertainty. Awesome. And like, what? I've got uncertainty, then I've got certainty? Yes. Because they are human needs that you must get met. And we either get them met resourcefully or unresourcefully. And I'll give you an example. Just a quick one because we really wanted to... Sam said to me, can we try and smash this out in 15 minutes? We've three minutes to go. No. (laughs) Let's just go no. So let's look at certainty, right? If we want to get our certainty need met, right? One of the ways that we can get our certainty need met is by overeating. And the reason that we're on this eating tangent is just because we've been spending work on the program for this weekend. So if you tend to overeat, right, or you're an emotional eater, that is a way that you're getting your certainty need met in an unresourceful way. I know. I know. Like, what? Now that you know that, this could be a game changer for you. Like, because we all want a certain amount of certainty so if you were to flip that right and you were to say how could i get my certainty need met more resourcefully so that it's good for me good for the planet and good for other people that's gonna require routine 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 and you know that i am a firm believer of a morning routine like you've got to have some form of routine and you've got to stick to that routine your routine shouldn't be about eating food first thing in the morning. Your routine is, what are you going to start with gratitude? Are you going to start with journaling? Are you going to do meditation? Are you going to high-five yourself in the mirror and call yourself, good morning, sexy bitch? I know. This I can just read off every my morning. routine. Yeah, <laughs> she does this every morning. Breathing exercises. This is sexy. Sexy. Like, I've been doing it for a year dancing. now. She does dancing as well. She gets up in the morning and dances around the bedroom. Okay, so that's just a quick example of the brain trying to get the certainty and need met resourcefully and unresourcefully. So good for you, not so good for you, right? Okay, so let's talk about how we can uh, leave your comfort zone. How we can leave it. Yeah, like like if we're going from here to there, like what's what's some tips? Um, I guess you need to find your, your like your baseline. So you need to move out of your comfort zone. You must determine that your risk tolerance. So if you're not used to stepping right? out of your, your mm. comfort zone, you don't want to go from um, you've never left the house before to going to South Auckland. Like obviously that's a huge risk because you've never done it before. Or you've never traveled in your life, so you're going to go to Antarctica and there's no people and it's on the other side of the planet. You know, you just take a small step. And quite often people think that they've got to be take big steps to step out of your comfort zone but sometimes it's just like that baby step and like for example in the gym situation you've never been to a gym before you really want to lose weight just sending a message or phoning is stepping out of your comfort zone it's a massive step it's huge but some people think that they have to actually join the gym Mm -hmm. to actually step out of their comfort zone that's like step three or four the first step is actually just maybe to go to the website and have a look oh it's not so bad looking these people just like me there and then step two might be to actually reach out and send an email. Mm. You know, so take small steps. And I find guess... find out where's your, where's your tolerance level. Yeah, like, uh, so when everyone says to me, I can't believe that you started a podcast, right? And I go, fuck, I can't believe it either, actually. It's like been a year. But when I started the podcast, I need to be really clear here. 
I've been running seminars and been on stage for over 20 years. Like 20 years. Like I didn't just put a mic on and, you know, grab this big thing and, and go all of a sudden we're going to do a podcast. We're talking thousands, like 20,000 classes. It's ridiculous how many classes I've taught in, in 20 years, right? So I'm used to having a mic on. I'm used to running, like I've run over 50 workshops and trainings. So I'm used to having the engagement and I'm used to being able to feed off the crowd. So for me to do a podcast, my baseline was I'm used to being in a crowd, used to working in a crowd, understanding the crowd, right? My job is to motivate and inspire and empower the crowd. So now all of a sudden, I'm looking at a camera where there's no response, like none. But imagine, imagine if you were the person that wanted to start a podcast and you'd never been used to hearing your own voice. You'd never been used to being up on stage. You'd never videoed yourself before. You'd never had feedback before. You'd never had any structured training about your voice. Not that I have, you can tell obviously. But what I'm saying is it's all relative, right? So for me to go from there to there, although some people are like, man, you're crazy. I can't believe that you're doing a podcast. It wasn't a massive leap, but did I shit myself? You bet I shit myself. <laughs> you bet I did. But I was like... I'm not going to let the beast win. Yeah, and you didn't. The beast tried. Believe the beast me, did. the beast tried. The certainty just was like <laughs> holding on for dear life. The certainty was like, don't leave me, Ash. I had to leave. And now we've gone out of our comfort zone again. Well, I've gone out of my comfort zone again to go straight onto YouTube without editing. Mm, like that straight. was like... Are you kidding me? Sam's like, no. And I was like, yeah, true. When we're talking, we can just bring it up and have a look. And then who do we like? Who do we know? When we're talking about that, if there's something that we want to research, we can just bring it up and share the links, which is what example what we're doing today right about now. Tony Robbins. Yeah. So it's about finding that baseline. So what are two other two other things to get us out of our comfort zone? I guess the other thing is you've got to, you have to master your emotions because... Mm. If you're not emotionally mature and you aren't able to really um, identify your emotions and what they are, what you're actually feeling, because like one of the things that Ursh has spoken about a lot in her workshops, etc., is that the feeling of fear and excitement feel the same in your body. So, can you explain that for people? Because this is a huge thing that comes up all the time. Well, like you know, sometimes you get that churny tummy feeling, mm. and like going into an event, we see this a lot with the, the girls that go into doing an event. And when you're at the start line, there's that, am I scared or am I actually really excited? Because I'm, And you get that nervous butterfly feeling in your body and everything tingles. And so often we can think that that's a our body is actually fearful. And then we become, get, go, you go in your head and you think, oh my God, I'm not going to be okay. This is going to be stressful. I can't do this. And all those negative thoughts come back into your mind. But is it actually that your body is excited because you've been training for this moment for the last X amount of months. Now the day is here and you're in your wetsuit or you're on your bike, you've got your running shoes on and the bell or the, the thing is, the siren is about to go. And is it actually that fear or is it actually excitement? And there's a big difference between the two, but they feel the same inside you. So we train ladies and we, like, we've trained again, Hundreds of women through triathlons and hundreds of women through 10K half marathons and marathons, right? Mm. We spent 20 years running events like that and, yeah. and training women up. And we tend to, when we have different um, personal training clients, 
um, or we're coaching clients and we just say to them, is it fear or is it excitement? They go, no, I'm shit scared. Good, change it to excitement because what would excitement feel like? Mm. So if you are not able to master your emotions, and Sam did this to me when I was doing a podcast, I was like, I'm shitting myself. She's like, babe, how can you make it exciting? I was like, no, she didn't just say, she just like vomited my own stuff right back at me. Like, whoa. And so I put on some music, didn't I? And I was dancing. I was like, yes, celebration. So I was acting like it's already happened when we launched that first one. Yeah. So you can just simply change and master your emotions by asking yourself or telling yourself, what would excitement be feeling right now? Yeah. So I love that's that. right. Okay, and number three. Um, you need to develop a growth mindset. Whoa! I pass you over to the master of growth mindset. That's what you do for people. She's amazing. A, a fixed mindset is not going to move you from A to B, let alone A to D, let alone A to S, let alone A to, a to Z. So one of the biggest things and one of the biggest obstacles that's going to stay or keep you brown and rotting instead of green and growing is the fact that you have this belief system that you can't do it. And I'm going to call bullshit. I don't care what it is. I don't care if it's doing an event, signing up at a gym, doing a weight loss program, going for a walk, um, connecting with an ex, like any of those things, like anything that you think right now is too hard is because, right, one, you've got self-doubt, but two, if you've been stuck in that same rut for a long, long time, like if you're like, you're just putting on more weight. Every year goes by. Should I, should I, should I? If you're like shooting all over yourself, then you need to understand sometimes that could be a fixed or growth mindset. So if you've got a fixed mindset, and a lot of people that come to me straight away is like, I'm doing this, this, and this. And then I do an exercise with them to figure out if they have a fixed mindset. Like, are they embracing growth and opportunities or are they embracing obstacles? Mm. So is it an obstacle? And I listen to the language and I'm asking them questions. I'm like, great. And then I'm going to show you what's a fixed mindset and what's a growth mindset. And a fixed mindset is going to keep you stuck, right? Because you come in, you're in the shame, blame and complain game. Fuck, I just said that, didn't did. I? It is. That's exactly yeah, you what are. it is. 100%. And I'm, I'm not doing it to judge you, right? I'm doing it because, girlfriend, you have got greater things that you need to achieve. Like, I was that person. Like, I was, I had a victim mentality. Like, I, when I struggled with anxiety and panic and depression and I was agoraphobic, like, what the hell is this growth mindset that you speak of? I'm too busy blaming, shaming and complaining about how pathetic and how sad and how poor me syndrome. I was like the, the queen of poor me, right? So once I learned that there was this thing called growth mindset and I... I had the opportunity to change my thinking, which changed my actions, which changed the outcome. Fuck, I was all over it. I was like all over it. Like I was like, I spent so much time in a fixed mindset and that really was not serving me. Like this greatness was being destroyed. <laughs> That's what was happening. <laughs> it was being destroyed. So I needed to get over myself. And yes, I definitely had mentors. Yes, I definitely did personal development training. Yes, I read every book under the planet. YouTube wasn't such a big thing back then, right? So I was, I ordered all the books that I could find about improving my mindset when I was in my late 20s. Why? Because when you have a fixed mindset, you feel stuck. You feel sad. You feel like no one gives a shit. You feel isolated. In fact, you're making yourself more isolated. 
you feel frustrated, you can feel angry, you can feel sad. And all of this is happening at an unconscious level. So I don't want you to, to I don't want you to go, but yeah, yes, 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 yes. Look, just look. Talk to the hand. Because I'm not coming from a place of judgment. I'm coming from a place of love because there is greatness in you. And my role here is to get that greatness so that you can go and start sparkling on everyone else. The world needs you. The world needs you to shine. And when you shine, you inspire and you empower other people around you and in your communities to do exactly the same thing. And that's going to require some work. That's going to mean that to have a growth mindset is you seek opportunities. You take responsibility. Like it's what can you control? And you start taking more risks, which always comes down to stepping outside of your comfort zone. Doesn't so, it? Yeah. So I'm just wondering whether you'd like to share one of your comfort zone things today. I don't know. What should that be? I know. <laughs> what one were you thinking? I was thinking of your thing on coming out soon. <gasps> my thing on. <laughs> my, my thing on coming on out soon. Right. So guess what? I'm going to get Sam to pull it up. Right. Can you pull that up? You can't put it up on there. You can pull it up on there. I think you can go and check out the Facebook group. This is what happened. I can be vulnerable now. Just to be really clear, when I first took on this option, an opportunity was an option at the time, right? I was shitting myself. I was absolutely shitting myself. So it's okay to shit yourself when you need to step outside of your comfort zone. Last year, I made a really big call. And as soon as I did the first podcast, I am just, so we are clear, I am one of those people that don't really have a baseline. No, there's I no such really. thing. I sort of just keep leaping and leaping and seems like sometimes you're just crazy ass. And I'm like, I'm not crazy ass. She's like, no, you are. Like, you just keep going and going and going. You just need to stop. So I'm not saying this to um, to freak people out, but I, I'm, I'm sharing this because there are things that I do that freak me out and people think that it is my normal. It is not my normal. But when I did my podcast, I was like, right, I want to finish, get my podcast done by the time I'm 50. And I just smashed it like 10 minutes before turning 51. Never say never, baby. Never. Right. And then I thought, right now I want to be an author. I want to write a book. And Sam's like, for fuck's sake, babe, you've just done your first podcast, now you want to write a book. I was like, yeah, that's going to be my next goal. She's like, wow. And that's yeah, what happened. like, whoa, you go. I know, but you were like, for fuck's sake, babe, we've yeah, just finished typing. We've, we've done the very first <laughs> podcast, which took four and a half hours, and she's already set the next goal, because she's achieved that one now, she's done a podcast. And once, she, said, once she says she's going to do a podcast, that's not like, it's never going to be a one-off. She will stick to it. Because she's a creature of habit and she said she's going to do something. Once she started, that's it. Even if it's at midnight. And believe me, we did some at midnight. Lots of midnight. Lots of them. They just finished at midnight. So we, she had to have the next goal because that's just who she is. And you guys, you guys are the first to hear this, right? <gasps> Show them Sam. Can we see? I hope you can see this. I can see this. <gasps> Look. Now, you need to know. My name is on that book. It's just down here. Wait, can I get my finger there? There you go. Oh, yeah, get closer. There you go. Can you see? Can you see? Ish others. That's a fuck yeah, baby moment. That's a fuck yeah. A fuck yeah, like woeses. Oh, my God. I'm even sweating underneath my top, so I can't take it off because there's like nothing else underneath here. But right now, I'm sweating, trust me. Now, why did I decide to co author in a book? 
because it was outside of my comfort zone. I didn't even pass English at school. Did I pass English? I can't even remember. But I don't think you went to school, so who knows? <laughs> she just decided not to go to school for the last two years. <laughs> oh, I should tell you that story, actually, because I think it's pretty entrepreneurial. Very entrepreneurial. What's another time? And my mum just told me off about this recently, actually. I was like, oh, I had to tell Anyway, we'll come back to that conversation at another time. So why did I decide to do it? I was like, well, it's just one of those things that I wanted to be able to do, that I wanted to be an author. I wanted to just challenge myself. And... Like, if you've ever seen my posts on social media, especially in the last two years since, you know, my brain fog has excelled with my liver condition, the spelling on there is atrocious. Now, I used to just sweat and delete the whole post and, and worry about perfection. Now I'm like, no, I don't give a rat's ass. If it's like that, it doesn't matter. If people are worried about what my spelling errors are, then we're certainly not going to get on because I mess shit up all the time, right? So I thought, well, I'm just going to write. And I started writing, and I started writing, and I started writing. And writing. And writing. And writing. She could have written the whole book. I think I could have written <laughs> the whole book. She could have written because the whole book. Because there was so much inside me, right? And what I learned from doing that is I went through every possible emotion. Like Sam spoke about, you know, emotionally regulating yourself. There was none. I was angry. I was sad. I was upset. The, the story that I've decided to share in this forgiveness book is like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you, but I am literally shitting my undies right now. Good. It is about, I'm not going to tell you what it's about, but I'm going to tell you why it was hard for me to write. Because in my upbringing, we had a lot of shame. Our family, and I'm guessing most people can relate to this. Well, I know most people can relate to it because I coach a lot of people, right, that are from the same era, is that we had to have the perfect little family. We had to have the little Joneses. And I had the Joneses next door, but the Joneses, where we looked good and we everything was perfect and we didn't share any of the bullshit that happened inside the house, which wasn't actually bullshit. It was just normal shit, but we didn't tell anyone about that. Whew, that was a lot. Well done, you. I think we need to. Aiden, if you're ed editing this, that's what I'd like to be recorded because that was just like heavy <laughs> shit. Right. So what I decided to do, and I made a decision to do it, was I was going to share some of my family shit that's been going down in my world for two years. And why did I decide to do that? And once you've purchased the book, because you will purchase it, because, you know, I want someone to read the book, is that I really thought, as I was going through this, if there was something that I could read or somebody that I could connect with or groups that I could align with that weren't going to take my thinking down... I would have jumped on it. I would have jumped on it. So I thought, if I'm one person in a family that is having to contend with this right now, there must be hundreds of thousands, millions of people in the world that have also been through this. Mm -hmm. So um, the reason I wrote it is because I thought, if I keep holding on to my shame and my family's shame, then I'm never ever going to be the inspiration and I'm never going to empower other people to speak up. So the reason that I've decided to share this part of my journey for the last two years, which a lot of people don't know about, is because I want to help empower and motivate other people that are going through exactly the same thing. I don't want anyone to feel alone and it can be a really lonely journey. So whew, that was hard to say, Sam. I don't know. That was hard to say, but it, I've done it now. Yes. 
That's got that's got to go. She's a bit sweaty back here. It's gonna go in my FYB jar. I hope you did your homework a couple of weeks ago for your FYB. Oh my god, my FYBs are looking a little bit sad. I need to do some more in there. So sometimes we step out of our comfort zone. Not only are we going to grow, but we're gonna help grow and inspire and make an impact on other people. Mm. And the reason I did the book, or another reason I did the book, is that I hope from the bottom of my heart and I've visualized this and I've connected with people on this, is that I know that if one person's family or one person going through this can relate or one person thinks, think, fuck, I'm not alone, or one person thinks, oh my God, if that can happen to Ursh, like, then, and she can share it, then my job is done. Like the hours and hours and hours of cutting and culling and writing and crying and being angry and being upset and being frustrated and embracing all of those emotions was worth it because not only have I grown as a person but it's helped me put perspective on something that was really significant in my world and still is very significant in my world um I hope trust and believe that it's also gonna give the same to somebody else so knowing that me stepping out of my comfort zone has the possibility to do that and that gift is gonna, someone else is gonna see that and they're gonna do that. I'll continue to leap and grow. I will continue to be green and growing. I will continue to step outside of my comfort zone, even if I fuck up, even if no one buys the book, even if no one listens to the podcast. Why? Because I'm all about helping inspire other people. I wanna empower as many women as I can so that they can be a role model for their communities. That's what's really important for me. So I want to wrap up now because we're jumping into Ultimate You and we're moving on to our Mind Fitness program tonight. It's going to be beautiful. I can't wait. This is what I've been waiting for this all week. So I trust, hope and believe that this has been useful for you. If you've got any questions, right, that you want to ask us about the comfort zone because we're going to go a little bit deeper about this and I'm going to show you what the comfort zone is and Magic Island, like what is the link and how can you move out of your comfort zone more and start moving towards Magic Island and why that's important for you. We're going to chat about that next week. But right now, we're going to cull this. We're going to wrap up there. Sam's going to turn off the phone because it's ringing. It's okay. You can look down and just cull it. I can't. That's Mummy. Hi, Mummy. It's on the computer. She's like, it's on the computer. This is why you can't go live. So what I've got for you is a special treat is Sam. Do you even know this? I am going to get Sam to put a link on the YouTube. Can you do this for me? I don't even know. I'm going to say it. Yes. Yes! I can on YouTube. Because that's going to be outside of your comfort zone if I put a pre-sale up for our book. Yes! I no! I'll do that. So it's, 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 it's it might be the, a midnight, right? It's in the comments below this post. It'll be in there. It's not there in my head. I haven't even made it yet, but I'll make it and it will be in there for you guys. So when you're watching this, just look in the comments below if you want to go to the link to be able to pre-order the book. And you've got to order it through me. You can't go and buy it now and cheat and go to Amazon. You've got to come through me. Because if you come through me... Please let me know, right? Because I am going to be running a free, yes, a free one and a half hour forgiveness workshop that's going to be held live on Zoom. So even if you're New Zealand, Australia, the UK, USA, South Africa, it doesn't matter. I will be running and I'll probably get a couple of other authors in there because they'll be watching this. I know that they'll be watching it. You know I'm going to hit you up, girls. You know it because I like to stretch you as well, right? So I'm going to run a one and a half hour workshop on how you 
can start transitioning yourself through the process of forgiveness because if I can do it and it's been eye-opening for me I really want to help as many women break through what they're holding on to because you don't need to carry that baggage anymore that baggage has got to go it's got to go because it's slowing you down to your greatness and we've got to help you get to your life by design as opposed to living life by default because mm. you are the bomb.com so Please don't forget to share this. Please don't forget to comment in the comments. And if you love what we had to say tonight and you really want to buy the book, you know I'm going to love you. <laughs> but I'm telling you first because it's not going out anywhere. It's going out on our podcast first and then I'm going to advertise it on socials later. Yep. So because you guys are awesome and because we had 100 last week, you guys can purchase the book yep. down below. So remember, you purchase it from, from Ursh or from us and you get a free access to that workshop. And that's only if it comes through us. If you go through any other form, unfortunately, we can't give you the, that workshop for free. And it, it's you're pre-ordering, so it's going to take a month or two for those books yeah. to come. So just patiently wait because they're on their way. And um, you'll be one of the first to get a signed autographed book from one of the authors. Because Ursula I'd love Arthurs. to sign it. Like, imagine me. You know what I might do is on a podcast, I might actually sign it in front of you. I can yeah. just go... What? Like, oh my God, I've got tingles. Oh, have you? Oh, it's gonna, oh my gosh. Gonna sign Thank you, universe. The universe always tingles me up when shit is good. And I'm tingling. Anyway, don't forget, as Robin Banks would say, don't forget to be awesome. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed it, please share it with a friend or share it on the socials. And don't forget to tag me on hashtag MFM, Mind Fitness Mentor. And if nobody's told you today, remember, you are loved, you matter, and you are more than enough. Remember, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. I can't wait to see you then.